Hi, Maddie. Hello. Welcome to Morning with Megan. <laughs> wow. I'm really honored to be here. You have such a good voice for radio too. So when you say Morning with Megan, it's very... Mm. Oh, thank you. I like the way you just did it too. It's like you gave it a little bit of an evening spin. Morning with Megan. Oh yeah, that's, ah. that's evening with Megan. <laughs> evening with Megan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mid mid sunset with Megan. <laughs> um, Maddie, you are looking beautiful. For my Patreon viewers, they can actually see you. So oh. th- another reason to uh, get my Patreon going is you can see Maddie's beautiful face. I put on makeup yesterday and this morning for the first time in a oh, month. It's the so, best feeling. I feel new. Like, yeah. A brand Especially new like after being sick. Cause I know you were sick. I had the flu <sighs> for like a week. So it's like <sighs> after being just laid out, it feels so much better to like put yourself together. Yeah. And to have the motivation to do it too. Cause like I had days where I was like, cause I had COVID. I live with five people and Holy four shit. of us got the Rona. Finally, we've been evading it for like. I knew two you had years. roommates, but I didn't know you had. Yeah. You lived with five people. Yeah, I do. Wow. My best friend. So it's it's good, and we lived together for like seven years. Wow. So we lived together well. Um, yeah. And you get to rent a lot, like a bigger space. Like I've lived yeah. with one roommate, and we shared an apartment, and I love apartment life. But like, I we get to rent a house for like oh. less than you know. So, that's but anyways, so much we all nicer. Got, we all got Corona. God so, damn it! Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. It's okay. I'm. I'm. I just got my negative test today. Yay! So okay, I'm fantastic. I'm yeah, free. I've been following your stories and being like, oh my god, poor <laughs> thing. She's still got it. It's still happening. Like each like each day, the test strip gets fainter and fainter and fainter. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, it's happening. So I'm so happy to hear that as of today, you're good to go. Yeah, that's I'm, awesome. I'm, yeah, and I follow you. I stuck you online too. I see your dance a day. You're doing a I dance try. a day. I try. <laughs> it's not. It, I haven't been. I kind of laid off for a while because I got trolled a little bit, and so, like, I don't like affect me. Who was trolling? Oh, like this one, just one person, and it like should not have affected <sighs> me. I don't even know who he is. It's not even anything. Oh. It's like, I, but it definitely like got to me emotionally, and I was like, oh god, <gasps> I should probably like cool it with this or whatever. And then no. I figured. Fuck him. Just fuck him. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter because I'm doing it because it brings me joy. And he's so oh. jealous because you're having so... I'm sorry to interrupt you. What were you... What was your epiphany? Oh, no. Yeah. And he's just... He's a nobody. He's just somebody that like yeah. happens... He's like a loose friend of a friend that really? isn't even really a friend. It's like so one of those like guys... actually knows like, you. It's not like a troll. He doesn't know me at all. He has no, no idea. He's never met me. It's like he, he's seen my stand up like because I was on the same lineup as this guy that he barely knows. So oh. it's just like one of those like loose, like stalkery things too. Or it's like, how did you even find me, first of all? And why do you yeah. feel the freedom to comment on anything I do? Yeah, it's none of your away. business. Go you know, away. Megan, maybe, maybe he has a crush on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good That's God. How boys behave when they oh, have crushes. So, well, actually, that brings up a good topic, which is negging, yeah. which is something that I think is disgusting. Yeah. And it's something that, unfortunately, a lot of, um, you know, males that are of a certain, uh, I don't even want to say a certain generation. I think that it's more yeah. of a, a, you know, God bless them. It's an insecurity. It's a way they were raised yeah. where they feel this uh, this need to put other people down to make themselves feel better. 
Totally. And it is, you know, generational, like, like the, what our culture is right now, like, yeah, allows for that. Whereas like, obviously like there was other ways to be mean to people in other time periods, but. Yeah. And um, I don't know what the term, like, I know, like I hear the term incel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that word. It's it's a great, (laughs) it's a great word. Yeah. And you shouldn't I use do, it on people that. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, but it's like, I feel like there's also a part of it that lends itself to, um, you know, some of that behavior as well. I find that incels yeah. and negging go hand in hand. And I guess there's Absolutely. Books, like books written about it. There's, yeah. it's just kind of creepy. It's a yeah. creepy world. And you know, it, it does go both ways. Like women are like mean to men and like, like even calling a yes. man incel is like kind of mean, but there, there's a difference when a man I'm getting into my feminism, but when a man gets like angry at a woman, the, like the consequences of that, like have been proven to be like more aggressive than when women hate men. Like there's no like cultural, like backlog of instances where like women hating men is like detrimental to men. Like, you know, like women don't, I mean, they do, but like larger numbers, like don't hurt men. In the same way, you know? In the same way, yeah. So it's like, I mean, I bet they would disagree. I'm sure that they would come up with arguments where we're wrong as well on that, you know? And I try to really see everything even keeled, but it is hard when it does seem like, I mean, we're women, so we face it all the time, all the time, every day, constantly. And it's just like, you know, it does affect you. And it's like, we try to put our best face forward and keep moving on and not give a fuck. But it's like, we're also not machines. We're human beings. Totally. And I, over, you know, the past two years, we've spent more time inside, but I fell in love with TikTok as I think we all should. Please tell me why, Maddie. Tell me everything. Cause I tried it as of yesterday. I, this, like I said, this will probably come out in like two or three weeks, but as of yesterday, I tried it. And yes. I fucking hate it, girl. Okay. Like I <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. The the when you first download it, it's gonna just spit out things for you. <sighs> yeah. And it's going to as you as you watch more, it's gonna kind of be like, okay, like she lingers a little bit longer here. Like mm-hmm. they liked this and commented on it. Like they interact with these people, and then it becomes curated to you. And uh-huh. my for you page is like it's it just knows me. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, like, it's like, you're watching this because you're a bisexual girl with a gamer boyfriend. Like, it's like, like oh it, my it's God, like it's amazing. Specific. I learned how to make, I learned how to make lavender syrup and now I'm drinking it. Oh, lots oh of Trader Joe's hot hacks. It's, and, and that's what I was going to say. That's why I brought up TikTok though, is I'm on feminist TikTok and it like, there's so many women and we all have like the same experiences with like really subtle, like subtle things that men do uh, that are just different to women. And that can sometimes be like damaging to women. And like, mm-hmm. same with like, like, like people of color in the United States, like there's such a good, like, and I get it on my feed because like I, I linger with it, you know? So like mm-hmm. my boyfriend's feed is just like gaming and Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Um, but like, there's like a lot of people who like, are talking about their experiences and it's kind of comforting like to hear your own experiences like mirrored. Yeah. Like we're not alone and it's a good platform. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of information. It's so much coming at you. I think for me too, it's like, there's just so much information. Maybe you're right. Maybe if I were to use it and see like, 
how it sort of tailor made itself to me. I might, you know, find it a little bit more yeah. appealing, but like it just induces anxiety for me. I'm yeah. just like, oh my God, there's just so much going on. And then I have to be on this to stay relevant. I can't. I just oh, like, yeah, I can't. No, you're not, you're not not relevant. It's just a good platform. Like I don't mm-hmm. post anything. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I post, but no one cares. No one comes to my page. I'm, yeah. it's, it's from the voyeur's perspective, I guess. Like I'm like yeah. enjoying watching. Yeah, that makes sense. That's really interesting. And there's so many like, I don't know. Everyone's also like Instagram is on its way out. And I'm like, but I, I still use Instagram. I love Instagram. <laughs> I know. Are we our parents with Facebook though? Like, I is think that maybe a little bit. Is that what's happening? Because yeah, oh, the no. kids are uh, kids are on TikTok apparently. They're it's moving so fast. funny. Yeah, it really intimidates me. I was talking about, um, to Ben Seaman about that as well on another episode. It's like, we were talking about how it moves so quickly. And he's like, you know, TikTok will show you stuff like, oh, you like this video of frogs. So now you're only getting frog videos. And it just is like, but you can, it sounds like you can open it up. It's not like you, it's, it depends yeah. on how frequently you're also watching. Yeah. Even if you set a timer though and did like 30 minutes and just scrolled, Damn. like it would get a, a better, but the thing is like, you'll sit down to watch like 30 minutes of a show. Um, yeah. my roommate is like anti TikTok. He like won't download it. He like, but he uh-huh. watches reels on Instagram. Which are very similar. And I see, I'm, I sound, I'm just like him. I'm snobby about TikTok, yet I post yeah. reels. Yeah. So I get <laughs> it's what, like, you and I Ben feel like Seaman I figured be, it out. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I, you're fine. You and Ben Seaman would be so, Ben's our friend, he's so funny, but you guys would be so good on TikTok. Like all of your dance videos, <laughs> you just also posted them on TikTok. Like, <sighs> but you don't have to even worry about that. Like, you don't have to post anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just a good I don't community. know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll give it another whirl, but we'll see. Yeah. And community is important. Like that's yeah. one of the things that I've missed the most from not being with you, not being with like Quick and Funnies, mm-hmm. is like just that sense of community. I'm desperate for. And, I need it. Oh, so badly. And in live community, you know, in live, live and in person <laughs> community is so much more fulfilling than the uh, than online community. I mean, I've been like. You know, I think we all look for a certain amount of validation from our social media and through the pandemic, especially because we're not able to see each other face to face. Yeah. I literally did photo shoots in my room. Yeah. Like brought lights in and like put on a fun outfit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because we're creative. So it's like we need some way to express ourselves. There's got to be some outlet. And we were just trying to figure it out. It's like, that's why I do these dumb, dumb dance videos. It's just me wanting to express and create, you know, because I don't have like a platform for it necessarily right now. And and you're such a physical, like you're such a funny, like your physicality is such a huge part of you. So like filming it. Oh my God. You're so, I was talking to Victor about you. Just how funny you are. Like you're good dancer. Like you're a good dancer, but like you're funny. (laughs) I I admire that so much because I cannot move. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's also, but I asked myself the same question too. Like, why? Who cares? Like, why even post it? And it's like because it's a form of expression and yeah. it's art in its own form. And you and like that's it. like, and I like it, and it makes me yeah. happy. And so it's like I also want to encourage others to do what brings them joy and what really yeah. you know. It's like fuck it. If you want to put on an outfit and dance around in front of your camera in the living room, more power to you. Go for it. it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It's Is that funny. like your main, main hobby that you picked up over quarantine? That and golf. I talk a lot about golf on this podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got into that about a, like a, almost a, a little over a year ago, like to the day, if I've, if I'm correct, I've been golfing. So it's been a really, really cool hobby to pick up. Really it's cool. So calming. I've never been good at golf. So I imagine it's more fun when you're good, but it is such a, like a nice, like outside, like, yes, meditative almost. Cause you're just focused on like one thing at a time. Yes, exactly. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. That's what we always talk about. It's like, it's just very Zen and very meditative. And it's also just like a great way to let out aggression too, because you're able to make contact with something and smack it around. It's just, oh yeah. You can see why retirees love it so much. It makes <laughs> sense. I, just, I get it. My dad's Me a and the retirees. Uh, you and the retirees. <laughs> mm-hmm. Isn't it like a frat boy thing too, that they like, they like bring beers and go golfing? And like oh, for sure. Up. You see, yeah. Yeah. You'll see boys with visors and they've got their keg <laughs> or not their keg, but they've got their beers and their cooler on their car. They're smoking joints. They're smoking cigarettes. It's just like That's a party so- on the course. And it starts I- early. Yeah. Right. They got it. Yeah. They got it. yeah. <laughs> it's so That sounds funny. like a great time. That sounds like a it really is. fun time. It really is. We should go sometime, especially when you're feeling better. That. We should, you and Victor and me and Arla, we should go. It'd be really fun. Maybe. I'm COVID yeah. negative. Yes, girl. Yeah. Look at that gleaming test. I love that you just have you like carry it around. You're oh, like, yeah. look, check it out. Oh, check Maddie, it out. Maddie just pulled out her test. I have, <laughs> I have all of these are positive tests. <laughs> oh my God. How many do you have in your hand? There's like one, one two, three, four, five, six. There's six. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how much I would be testing too, just to be like, get it out. Is it out yet? Is it out yet? Is it out yet? I was, I've been in quarantine. This is day 16. (gasps) Oh my God. I'd be losing it. I'm losing my mind. I mean, I'm free and like, it's fine, but I didn't get it. My roommates got it before I did. So I was already quarantined away from them, but also away yeah. from work because I had been like mega exposed. And my oh. work is, we're really small. So I work in a bookstore oh, and we're really okay. small staffed. So like if, if I get sick, if I get someone else sick, like we're done. We have You're to, like, you know, it would be, it would be bad. So I, I've been quarantining for, from before I even got sick. Oh my God. Yeah. So, How many days <laughs> is that? That's 16, like 20. 16. Yeah. Or 16 total? Or, oh. Well, 16 total. And then this is my... I tested positive on the 9th. Oh, and today's my God. 420. Girl, so. let's talk about that. Because you Happy and I both love weed. Happy 420. Happy 420. Did you and you're well enough. <laughs> I know. I And I had the day off of work already. So it wasn't like, yes. oh, I'm better. I have to go. Um yeah, we, um, I have a roommate named Cheyenne and we just went uh-huh. to our little weed store near us. Yeah. And we waited in line. Everything was on sale. And then there was a bunch I of things. I love for- the deals. Oh, I can't believe it. And we, we won a bong. <gasps> oh my we gosh. Won. How did you win? Was it something that you raffled for? No, we just happened to be inside at 1120. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, you want a fucking bong? <laughs> We were like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. So was it a decent got, size? Yeah, it's like a big one. It's one of the ones that has like the fat bottoms. Uh huh. Like the it looks like a beaker, like a like a science beaker. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous! Yeah, stunning. It had the tag on it. Did it was six 
$60. So. Oh, okay. That's a really nice prize then. That's definitely, that's, that's a worthy prize. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys are definitely going to have to yank that out at some point today, obviously. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I I told him we have a couple things to do and then it's just, and then it's on and then it's on. Yeah. And we got Seth Rogen's new weed from his weed company. Oh, how fun. I've actually heard good things about that brand. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. It's called Seth Rogen's Bud. It's called like it's Garden? Sweet Garden? Oh God, I don't know. It's a Sweet like, Garden by Seth Rogen. Houseplant. Houseplant. Houseplant by Houseplant. Seth Rogen. Are you going oh, to celebrate yeah. today? Yes, I have been and I will continue to do so. Absolutely. I got up this morning and uh-huh. walked the dogs and then I had a nice. doctor's appointment, just just a regular old physical. Good. Got that out of the way, came home, rolled up a joint, yes. then got on promptly with you. So I'm, oh, no. I'm having, yeah, I'm having the best, what is it? Wednesday? Wednesday. <laughs> it's <way> too many. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one. My sister is going to defend her master's thesis today. So I'm no going to tune in and watch that at three o'clock. That's huge. Yeah. What's she getting her master's in? So huge. Oh my God. I w- okay, this is where I'm going to murder it. So I know that she's done <laughs> marine biology, but I don't know what specifically her master's is in right now. I That's couldn't enough. tell you and I'm a That's bad enough. sister. You're yeah. not a bad sister. Marine she's biology. Doing- wow. That's what she started in. So I couldn't tell you where she's finished okay. up right now. But She's probably gotten uh, more specific in what she's studying. Yes, like, yes. But it's under that umbrella. And you know what? I'm going to know at three o'clock that's the most important part. I'm going to yeah. know then. You'll know but then. she's so excited to just be done. She's oh, like, I, I saw her over Easter and she was just like, I can't wait. I'm done with school. Like I want to move in with my boyfriend. I have all these plans. Ooh. I have a job lined up. Like I don't want to have to go to school and do this. Like I am ready to be done. Yeah. So today is going to be a good day for her. I'm really excited for her. Even though I don't know what her master's is in, I'm just celebrating for her. Yeah. <laughs> We're celebrating. <laughs> But that's, it's amazing. My sister's doing her, her master's also, but she's got more time to go and she's, she's ready to be done too. So. Oh, I, it's, I can't imagine how grueling I like expensive and so, so fucking expensive and it's gratifying when you're done. I mean, oh my God, what a mountain that you've climbed. But like, I definitely, I had some college and that was enough. I, That was enough. Yeah. yeah, same, same. I stopped. I was like, uh, nah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I, like, I'd I, rather be doing this on stage. Totally. And I value education. Like, I'm a, I, I, I work at a bookstore. I read all of the time. Like, it's, sure. I mean, I could read more. We can all read more. But like, we can all read more. I, we all value education. Like, it doesn't just because you're not like, oh, this is the best way that I for me to learn, or like, this is exactly what I want to do. It doesn't mean that you know. Mm-hmm. You know, but cheers to our brilliant sisters. Look cheers to our brilliant sisters. Good, good grief and good God. Good hey. grief and good God. Hey, cheers. Hey, you got a big Starbucks. What I you got drinking? a big old bucks today. I got myself a cinnamon <laughs> dolce triple latte, a no whipped cream. That sounds I have, so good. They're really good. They're like, they're still Christmassy, but you can get them all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, and I really like a good cinnamon drink. I'm yeah. into a good cinnamon drink. It's, Yeah. It's yeah. very good because it reminds yeah. me of like, like, do you like the pumpkin bullshit? I do. Comes out? I do too. I do. I'm yeah. really into it. It's so, so yummy. It, it is. It, I, the hate on it is manufactured because as soon as you taste one, I mean, I get it. There's a trouble of people who are like, yummy. And that's, you know, we hate, 
we, we love to hate things that people love, you know? Yeah. So, so I get it. Um, but they're yummy. And anyone who drinks one is like, that's yummy. Yeah. And they just are. They just are. Oh, just you know what are. my favorite, favorite, favorite drink is? Um, they do it at Sybil in Highland okay. Park. And mm. it's called the Arroyo. And it's basically a latte with lavender and vanilla syrup. That Ooh. shit is so good. That sounds, you know what I've been, I've been making lavender syrup. Yeah. And it's okay. really easy to make. And I put it in all of my coffee. I'm drinking some right there now. There you go. So you basically are drinking an Arroyo right now. It's yeah. like, isn't that amazing? And then it's vanilla coffee and it's yep. like vanilla lavender. Yes. Oh, it's the best flavor combination. It's, it's the best combination. So you're it's, having one right now. Yeah. And you know, I learned the recipe off of TikTok. Oh, we love TikTok, I guess I, now. <laughs> Oh, I converted you. It worked. <laughs> that was it's quick me. turnaround. Yeah. So I took like 20 minutes and I'm in. Oh my God. Yes. That's amazing. So you've also, you've been performing still throughout like, you know, kind of the reopening of things. Yeah, it reopened. And I have a friend who's, who's brilliant. Um, and she's just like the most organized person. And uh, without her, I, I don't know if I would be doing as much. Her name's Jordana. Um, but oh, God yeah. bless her. God bless her. I mean, all of the comedy theaters were so slow to come back, you know? And that's kind of like you're, you're in my like place that I'm probably the most comfortable is like doing like musical comedy. For sure. Um, but that, that was so slow to come back, but like bars were opening. And right. So we just started doing, I, I play with a band also, like a, like a folk rocky kind of band. So um, cool. Yeah, we have for those of you who don't know, Maddie is a powerhouse and an amazing singer. She's not only an improviser and a comedian, but she's also an incredible vocalist. So watch out for her. Watch out for this one. Watch out. Watch out. (laughs) Watch out. I love you. Yeah, it's just it's so much fun. I mean, and you know how it feels like like doing a show and singing and like and with playing with bands is so fun because it's a different kind of collaboration and it's so like like almost meditative, like when like things are on stage, it's like, we all know what we have to do. And, and like the po- the moments in between where you like get to improvise musically is so fun and like dancing. So we were doing that for a long time. We did like a tour of LA and then, um, you know, the wave came back around December, like yep. of COVID. So things yep. are closing again and, and my roommates can't really afford to get sick either. So we all have to be like conscious of that. And yeah. 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 It's funny. It's even going like um, things, you know, I feel like over like the last month and a half have been more kind of a free for all. And then now I'm seeing again, people like, Hey, um, COVID really slammed our show. Can we get any improvisers last minute or Hey, watch out. Don't come to this open mic unless you're super, super, super healthy. And you've been, you know, vaccinated, not showing any signs of fever (laughs) because COVID is back. So I'm like, uh, yeah, it's right. like we don't know how to behave still. And so that's just yeah. a part of it also is like behaving like it's normal when it's not normal. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just not normal. It, yeah. I, I like that we have like more open conversations about like, hey, like there's COVID here. Like there's an illness here. Like someone has the flu because it is like an earlier iteration of the flu. Like we're getting sicker from it now mm-hmm. than we will hopefully in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, that urge to like, get back to life. Like I want to go to bars and I want to sing in bars and I want to dance. And like, I, I, I have been going out and doing stuff, 
Mm-hmm. Like I haven't, I don't feel like I've been like stuck at home, mm-hmm. but also it's like that I'm scared. Like, I don't like, like, I don't want to get sick. Like this sucked, like being inside for two weeks. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's such a weird little in between of back to normal and yeah. still worried about how so worried and us. still being guarded. Yeah. Now that curiously, just from your standpoint, now that you've had it, does it make you any more or less scared to catch it again? Or do you feel like um, that's a worry going forward? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I think, you know, from from everything I've read on, on the internet, like mm-hmm. this strain, if you're not vaccinated, apparently it's easier to get again. But like for people who I'm vaccinated and boosted, so and I just got it. So I feel like I'll be okay for a couple months. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. But also yeah. we just don't know the long-term impacts of it. And we're like finding more out like as we go. And like as we go. Like like I just read an article that was saying if you lost your taste and smell, it like actually if like it damaged that part of your brain. See, that's is, radical to me. Ah. But the, like your brain heals itself if you get your if you get your smell and taste back. Like mm-hmm. it, it heals itself, but like it's the reason that you lost your taste and smell is because it was attacking your brain. That's so, so I know. And a friend on Instagram has like half of her freaking face paralyzed, and it's like she doesn't know why, and she was vaccinated and boosted. And it's like, like, I'm not like scared of it as in like, oh, I'm gonna die, but it's like, I just, I don't, we don't know the long term effects of it. And like, you know, as someone who sings and like uses their lungs a lot, like I was really worried about coughing or like not being able to breathe or like that doing damage to my my voice you know sure sure so i guess those fears are still lingering but we do live in like a very liberal suburb like yeah like, you know like all the people i interact with have the same conversations as me mm-hmm. um so like maybe we shouldn't be scared at all you know uh, but i, I know i, I know, know. It's that's, I think that's the thing is the big question mark is the big, I don't know. And so we go about our lives daily, but it's like, I don't know. You can feel the stress and the tension in the air. You can feel it, you know, when you walk around, like the vibe is just a little bit different. Um, like I can't even imagine Coachella was this past weekend and I can't even imagine like going into that. On TikTok, I'm already seeing people test positive. Like on TikTok, people being like, I was at Coachella and I just tested positive. But the thing is, is that they were positive when they were there. Like they had, that was was when they were most contagious. Right. And that (laughs) means that they're going to spread it around. So a bunch of people are going to get, and I think being outside is like they, the studies that I've seen show that masks actually really work. Like if you're both wearing it and one of you has COVID, then like your chances are like 98%. You're not going to get it. Way lower. Like if you're both wearing a mask. So and not not saying like everyone wear a mask. I wear my mask whenever I go places, but me too. That's because I don't want to be out of work for a month again. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, it's protecting yourself and others. It's just it's just the smart thing to do. It's like same thing yeah. with like washing your hands. You know, it's like yeah. or putting on hand sanitizer or whatever. Just do it. Yeah, and like when we live in a city and there are COVID spikes, like it's just it's responsible. I get that it's probably not these like smart like not necessary rather mm-hmm. for like, people in like country like spread out places where they're not really gathering that often mm-hmm. like i understand like rules are different for like different locations but yeah i don't know everyone should get the i know get the i vaccine. agree <laughs> just get vaccinated just because get at the it. end of the day it's just yeah you're gonna get less sick it's gonna you're gonna be able to handle it better regardless so 
And like, yeah, my like taking an animal to the vet, they have to have certain vaccinations against things that they could give the other animals. And it's like, exactly. it's as simple as that. Like, it's as simple as that. I mean, I understand like maybe not trusting your government, like for whatever reason, like I understand that, but I don't know. It's such a complex, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to not be like as angry at people because like the past two years were kind of like an angry time where like, like, you know, like the Black Lives Matter movement. And like, I was really angry at like the police and like people who weren't agreeing with it. And like, mm. I was really angry at people who like refused to wear masks and refused mm. to get vaccinated. And I work at a small bookstore and, and we made a Black Lives Matter window and we required masks. And like, what I've been yelled at for both, for everything. So like, it's hard to not feel that anger back. Yeah. It's all healthy. Like, I don't have to feel anger. I'm trying not to, because it's just not healthy. That's amazing and really, really self-aware because that's a really hard thing to do, especially when it's coming at you at all angles like that. It's hard not to build up anger back. Yeah. And like on social media even, and it's hard. Oh my God. We lived through the slap. Oh my God. I know the slap heard around the world. The great slap. Yeah. The great (laughs) slap. Yeah. That was wild. That (laughs) whole, that whole situation was wild. And I haven't even, I haven't talked about this at all, like on the podcast or anything. Um, Because I've taken a break from recording, but yeah, Yeah. it like, wow, that was, that was gnarly. At first I thought it was a bit, I think a lot of us Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like, oh, this is an odd bit you guys planned out. And then yeah, you quickly yeah. realized, nope. Yeah. Very bizarre. It, it opened a lot of broader conversations, um, which we don't have to go into. Um, but no, <laughs> we, less. Can. We, we can. can. But I thought That's Chris handled for. it like a gentleman. I mean, <laughs> he mm-hmm. was so calm. I would not have been that calm. I, I, I was like, oh, oh, God. Like, I would have. Same. I don't know if I would have stayed on stage. Like, I don't know what I would have done, but yeah, same. I it. think he rolled with the, with the slaps for sure. With he rolled the with slaps. those punches. <laughs> yeah. I think too, it's like, it, 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 it brought up, you know, the whole idea for stand up comedians too, of like, Oh mm-hmm. shit. Like, this is what we've always been afraid of, right? Is having bottles yeah. thrown at us or having like being yelled at, being heckled is one thing. Yeah. But having someone come up and physically assault you for a joke yeah. is terrifying. And like it's, a lot yeah. of comedians came out after that and was just basically like, well, it's a fucking scary time to be a comedian, man. Like, yeah. if this is what's acceptable and this is just what's going to, you know, be the social norm. And like, I think Will Smith, you know, after the fact, handled it as best he could too by coming back and apologizing and basically yeah. stating that his actions were, you know, unacceptable yeah. and resigning from the academy and all that stuff. It's like, yeah. I think they both handled it as best as they possibly could have, but yeah. it was such an emotional. I mean, <sighs> what a what a great picture of what our society is even going through right now, right? Yeah. And the pressures that are among us just yeah. in the world. It's like we're all cracking a little. Well, you know, our, our tolerance levels, our patience levels are low. Yeah. Yeah. And so I can understand where Will Smith is coming from, but I don't think that hitting somebody is ever, ever, ever okay. Yeah. You know, never use force. And I, I, he he has the absolute right to stand up for his wife if it crossed a line, you know, Mm -hmm. for them. And like, that's the thing too, is like, as a comedian, you never really know what someone's line is like obviously right. there are things that you should not say like 
like racial jokes are just not funny. Like, right. It's not. Like there's like an instance where like, I guess everything could be funny, but like, you know, like you're not, if you're like really trying to hurt someone, it comes across like, stop, don't uh-huh. do that. But like, I don't think that he was being like very, very malicious. So like the reaction to the world and to like me felt like really like disproportionate. I was like, yeah, what? But I think it's what you said too, or it's like that threshold is like drunk, like has rubbed thin it's for rubbed all really of us. Thin. Yeah. And I wonder if he's also going, like if it was something that they had already been upset about like earlier that day or like, yeah, you know? or just in general, if other jokes had been made and then the yeah. fact that she does have alopecia, I think that yeah. all of that goes hand in hand with the fact that like, Ooh, this is just rocky territory to make fun of already. Like it's just, yeah. Old. And black women's hair. Like, like that's something that like, yeah. on TikTok too. Like there was a lot of, I saw a lot of videos about that of like, of like black women being like, this is like, like, a lot like women are like black women are always being commented yeah. on their hair so yeah. like and that was a lens that like i couldn't even think of so i'm glad that on tiktok i saw my fellow women talking yet about again it. uh tiktok if you're listening oh my god every opportunity i just steer it back to TikTok. just steer it back to tiktok absolutely <laughs> yeah, but that's like another reason why I'm such a huge advocate for therapy and for oh, psychiatry, yeah. you know, oh, because yeah. I think it's just necessary, no matter who you are, no matter what walk of life you're in, I think mm-hmm. that it's just so incredibly beneficial. And it's also, it's good to start young. I mean, I yeah. started therapy because my parents were divorced, right? So Same. we went to like, counseling and all that family counseling and stuff through our church and you know yeah it was really interesting growing up with a therapist because I have such a greater understanding of therapy as an adult plus my mom is a therapist your mom is so cool oh you're the best I stalk you on the internet I literally (laughs) stalk you I saw a video of her like singing with the band hell yeah yeah, She's, you guys look so similar. You know you're gonna know. age flawlessly. You're gonna age like oh, you're beautiful. so sweet, Maddie. Thank you so much. And no wonder you're so cool and like open to talking. Like your mom's a rock star therapist. Like yeah, yeah. And my dad is a painter, a photographer, what? graphic designer. So I had all this art, all this creative energy, you know, running you're through so the house. Cool. Yeah, beautiful uh, energy. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah, it was cool. And then my stepmom is a teacher. My stepdad was also a teacher. So there was just very much an open, loving, you know, concept of learning and growth. And then I got a lot of the structure and growth from my stepmom and where my dad and my mom were more on the creative side. You know, Heather was really the one to help me plan and structure. Yeah. Heather was your stepmom? Yeah. Heather's my stepmom. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just like having, having that quad to raise me really, really format, you know, made me the person that I am today for sure. Right. And divorce is hard as a kid too. Like, especially if you're like, yeah, it's just a hard, like reckoning to like, yeah. And talking about it in therapy, but like, it's good that you faced it and then you get to have a healthy relationship with all of them. Hopefully, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's interesting too, because you know, you, I feel like you continue to need therapy as life goes on. Because there's always stuff to uncover, you know, from mm-hmm. past trauma, even stuff that you didn't cover in childhood. You know, I think yeah. there's just always stuff to uncover and always ways to sort of um, 
be a better version of yourself. And And you're adding new experiences too, that you need to like digest and like consider. So like different traumas happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I haven't had a therapist in a while, but I started really young and I did it like well into my twenties and then yeah, just got off my parents' insurance so I couldn't afford it anymore. And and I feel pretty I good, you. but I, it is such a luxury and, and a good thing. And yeah, I, I love that there's like no stigma around it anymore. Wasn't it like our, like my parents' generation where they called it like analysis? Analysis. I love oh, that. Where you're going to a shrink. You're going yeah, to a quack. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. A quack, a shrink, it's a flippity so a flippity gibbet. And thank God, like, thank God that we don't have that anymore. Like, you know, thank yeah. God that we are living now in a society where it is, you know, destigmatized and people are like, yeah, I actually think I need to talk to somebody and they're yeah. more open to finding it. And, um, you know, I think that more couples are open to also doing it together as they're realizing, yeah. you know, whether they're married or just together, um, as, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, however, configuration, it's like, I think couples are realizing too, that it's like, it's, it's important to be on the same page. And there's some stuff that you need a little guidance and a little help with a little outside perspective to help kind of guide you in the right direction. And if both parties are open to it, it can be a really beautiful thing. Really beautiful thing. It's It's just given me so much more self-confidence too. Yeah. Good. Because you feel heard and like, Mm -hmm. One of my favorite YouTube uh, channels, and I love YouTube, um, is a is a therapist, and he reacts to like ninety day fiance and like the single oh. life and stuff. Oh boy! And even just like looking at it that way, it's like like I love the way he like talks about like relationships and like attachment insecurities and like it's such a good channel. He's so good. And do you watch those shows, the ninety day? Fiance's? Oh yeah, yeah. I love the ninety day fiance. It's so gross, I and I can't get enough them. of it. It's so gross. And it, and like, he, he did say he's like, if we knew like the, like why all of these people had the attachment issues that they had, like, I don't think any of us would think it was funny. (laughs) Like, like, why is Ed so messed up? Or like, what's her face who's dating? Um, Oh gosh, whatever. One of them. They're all, they're all kind of, they're all, they've all got their issues. Oh, big time. And I, I totally agree. Cause, and that's why I thought I find like, I can't watch too much of it because I do start yeah. to feel guilty. I do start yeah. to feel like this is somebody's life. Like, wow. and there are deep seated issues here. There are reasons why yeah. they're, you know, going into this dynamic and for both parties, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh Jesus. And so there's so much garbage like that. Like I watched the bachelor too. Oh, I yeah. love bachelor nation. I love <laughs> all of that bullshit. I can't wait for paradise. I can't wait for bachelor. <laughs> But it's the same thing. It's so voyeuristic. And I know what I'm doing. I know that I'm watching people, you know, just like basically shed their skin in front yeah. of me and just yeah. show their worst sides. Yeah. And like, fighting in a relationship, it's like your most vulnerable. So like imagine it being filmed and like, yeah, commented yeah. on and commented on. And also I'm sure that there are, you know, there's producers input and they're directed a certain way. And there's definitely, there's no script, but there's a loose plot attached. Yeah. They kind of shove people into certain directions. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. And they can edit it any way that they like. Any way they want to. Yeah. So, Which is another reason why I feel guilty watching shit like that too. Cause it's not a clear yeah. depiction of who these people actually are. Yeah. Uh, but it is so. sensational news and we love it. We've always loved it. We love oh, yeah. garbage. I love it. 
Like, oh yeah, oh, I love reality TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had to kind of like steer away from murder because I used to love murder. Same. Mm-hmm. I had to take a break. I had to take I had a big to. break from it. It was all yeah. true crime all the time, and I was like, okay, this is yeah. getting like super depressing and paranoid. Yeah, and I'm sick of hearing about women being killed. It's always Thank a woman. You. It's always a woman. Thank I'm you. I'm so tired of it. It's like I'm tired of it too. Yeah, and like we don't watch it from the perspective of the killer. Like we watch it from the perspective of the victim. The victim. Like the how can I avoid it? You know, or like, and like, yeah. I like the like the detective aspect of it. Like I prefer the detective aspect of it. Than yeah, like the gruesome, gritty murder. Same part, you know. Same. Mm-hmm. So, but my favorite show for a while was Homicide Hunter. Have you seen Homicide Hunter? Huh? No. Listen, it's it's good. It's, it's okay. It's a detective named Joe Kenda, who's a retired detective, and he has like a very long career of like he solved like hundreds of murders, um, all kinds, and he just does an interview while they do like reenactments of it. I love good. it. Okay. Okay. He's yeah. 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 Such a character. Like, he's <laughs> such, like, this girl's lying to him and he's like, You're lying to me. Like, <laughs> like, like he's crazy. Yeah. And, like, old. He's great. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Okay. All right. Homicide yeah. Hunters. I'm writing that yeah. down. It's great. Oh, my God. It's good. And whenever I need a taste of, of like, true crime again, I go to that because it's just light enough for me to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. I I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Like I used to listen to a lot of murder podcasts. I was reading a lot of, you know, true crime and just like, Mm -hmm. I fell off of it, you know, kind of in like, I'd say in the middle of the pandemic, I just started listening to more self-helpy kind of stuff because I was just like, oh, enough of the dark shit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if like the news is always bleak also. It's like (laughs) my entertainment doesn't have to be sad also. Yeah, it's like, I'd rather go, yeah, yeah, and my entertainment, and it's funny, like, I haven't even really been watching TV or movies recently, Mm. like, I haven't really had the motivation to sit down and watch something, like, for more than 40, 45 minutes, sounds like a chore to me recently, it's just been like, TikTok is perfect for you, (laughs) small doses, small doses, (laughs) Get your daily hit a TikTok. Get, Get your daily, daily hit a TikTok. You just need a little bit of social media, just a little bit of TV, <laughs> all in one convenient package. <laughs> just a little bit. Are you looking for a snack of television? Yeah. <laughs> Try TikTok. And, yeah. Oh, ooh, that's good. Is that what it sounds like when I did one? Yeah. It yeah. does. Oh, that's. It gets it gets real low and real steamy. <laughs> It's really good. You you could do it. You could do voice. Do you do voiceover acting at all? I would love to do voiceover acting, Maddie. I would love it. I know how competitive and how small of a world it is. So even getting a voiceover agent is like, wow, really impossible. Huge success. Um, Yeah, I would love to. I would love that. I think I would be good at it. I think I would have fun with it. I think that I could make some money. So, So if anyone's listening. Please, please be my voiceover agent. Anyone, even if you're not, not an agent at all, just get me lie to me. Just tell me and get me jobs. They, uh, you sh- I should hold up like a prompt for you to do like different, yeah, like newscaster voice, different you know, voices. Do, yeah, we got to get you a real, a real. Of, oh my god, of your a real of different voices. Like now, Donald Duck. Ah, oh, fuck. 
That'd be so funny. <laughs> um, so during all this time, you know, you've been performing and, and you've been working. You said you work at a small bookstore and I wanted to ask you more questions yeah. about that too, yes. because you deal with a lot of people in and out, but also I'm sure you get like a ton of awesome stuff in to read, right? Yeah, like, are you do. just like, do you have recommendations and stuff that you've been reading that you're like, oh my God, you got to yes. check this out or that out? Yeah. I mean, I kind of, a lot of my job is, is like you come in and you tell me what you like and I'll tell you maybe something else um, to read along with it. So mm-hmm. we focus on like all, all ages. So we've got like children's, lots of children's books. Um, oh. But I technically read like the most adult books, like adult nonfiction and like murder mystery kind of thing is uh-huh. what I like. Um, uh-huh. I finished The Silent Patient, which is a fun little murder mystery, which if you like it, it's, 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 it's fun. He, he ended it with a quote by Alfred Hitchcock. That was, uh, that suspense lasts like a twist is a twist is over in a second, mm-hmm. but suspense lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like that build up that's fun. And so it was a really fun, like kind of build up book. Like you could read it in like a couple days. It's so fast and fun. Um, but then I also read this tiny book called Magdalene or, oh God, uh, These Small Things. All These Small Things, I think. But it was about the Magdalene laundries. And like, oh. in, have you heard of that? No, 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 no. It's a, re- it's a really quick book. So if you want it, I'll put it in the mailbox for you. Um, but it's about these women in Ireland who like, if they got pregnant, they would get sent away to like the Magdalene laundries where they essentially like work and like give birth to their children oh and like my God. they would give the children up for adoption and like only recently they like like excavated the area where they these women were and there was like hundreds of women buried there like oh so my god there's a book about like a boy whose mother grew up there um or like what had he grew up there because he like went with his mom when she was pregnant with him. That when was she was pregnant? <laughs> yeah, he was like, you know, in, in her. He, he was, you know, inside uh, of her. <laughs> so he went on the trip too. <laughs> Being a baby. Like, How do I say this? Um, but it was, it was very sad and good. Um, I should have read more while I was, you know, in home for two weeks, but I, I just couldn't. No, you're miserable. You don't want to do it. Yeah. The last thing yeah. you want to do is be like, now I'm going to engage my brain in this yeah, thing. It's exactly. like, no, no, no you have no energy. Yeah. Do you like to read? Yeah. Have you read anything? I do like to read. I haven't been reading super. You know what I've been reading right, um, recently is um, uh, Casey Wilson's book of essays. Mm. I picked that up at the bookstore. She's a UC beer. She's done oh. um, a ton of television and movie work as well. She's really funny, but she also wrote a book. So I picked that up and I've been reading it and it's very funny. I like the way she writes a lot. She's a super funny woman. Yeah. I like essays and like short stories too. It's like me too. Delicious. Like bites of stories. Yeah. I have ADD. So it's really easy for me (sighs) to get distracted. So if I can just focus on little things, it's a lot easier. Or I hyper focus where I can sit and read and concentrate on a painting or my stand up or any like put something in front of a you know a recipe whatever and but then I won't hear anything else going on around me yeah. it's like super uber hyper focused so it's kind of a superpower though like, yeah like if you're told your whole life that it's bad then I guess you'll look at it critically but like that's kind of cool that you can like yeah sit in something for so long 
I like, like that point of view. I like that take on it. Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. It is like a superhero, I suppose. A skill. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and like being like, I know, so into it that you like lose your other senses. Like that's cool. People like meditate for days to like get to that point. Yeah, like, that's true. And I struggle years. with meditation. It's really hard. Yeah. Do you, how do you, how do you get into meditation? Sometimes, but I like, I like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, how far in this diatribe do I want to go? But <laughs> so like yoga is broken down into like different ways of practicing it. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Hare Krishnas, you know, they have their chant, the Hare Hare. And it's, they, that's how they meditate because it's super repetitive and like through vocalization. Mm. So like I, I sing, but I like, I feel like I'm most meditated when I like play guitar and like sing, even if it's bad, like just oh, something repetitive. Yeah. And that like completely clears my mind. Like it's such a good feeling. So I've been trying to do that every day at least, but like, even not even playing a song, but just like something and like singing, like something repetitive, like is good. It feels good. See, you just totally opened my mind because I've never even thought, it's how roadblocky I get. I've never even thought that there are, oh yeah, other ways to meditate. I've always been like, nope, you have to lie down for 15 minutes and be quiet. And it has to be either guided or breathing exercises. And you have to let your thoughts past like clouds and yeah. you have to be quiet and quiet, quiet, quiet. It's like, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, there are other ways like repetition. Yeah. Or that's, like hyper-focusing on something. Or like, hyper-focusing like, on something. Like painting, like that's meditative too, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, whatever gets your, your brain to that space, it doesn't have to be complete silence. Like that doesn't work yeah. for you. That doesn't work for me. Cause I journal, like I'll journal for oh, hours, but at the same time, it's also, it's my own thoughts too. So yeah. it's not like it's a silent experience completely. Right. So I'm meditative in the way that I'm zoned in on it for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I, it's loud. It's loud in my brain. It's not right. a quiet place. Right. Okay. And so it's a little different. You should different try the music thing. Yeah. Yeah. Try. I think I will. That's a really great tip. I really like, you totally opened my, like spark to spark in my brain. So it's like, oh yeah, it doesn't have to be so structured in the yeah. way that like, you know, you've read in books. Yeah. Well, and like the way that we view like yoga, like any practice of yoga is like very Western. Like it's very Mm -hmm. like we live in Los Angeles, you know? So Mm -hmm. like they're like my roommate Drew, you should just come over. You just got to come over. You got to see the house that we live in and you got to hang out with Drew because Drew is like- Yeah, once the house is uh, bleached and sage and (laughs) COVID free, I'll be right over. (laughs) We've got one holdout on COVID and then this might be the safest place to be, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, negative like tomorrow like this is gonna be a very safe space a very sterile place very sterile yeah (laughs) it's been crazy like quarantining away from your roommates because i am so spoiled like even during like the lockdown i lived with five people five people so So still like like, kind of a mini party yeah we had a great time we were stoned Uh the whole time we'd make cocktails Uh almost every night like which was so not healthy. Fun. I had to stop drinking after that. That was, that was there was like my tolerance for everything got so high at oh, yeah. one point of like like two years ago that I was like I can't continue this way. Like I would have to have like yeah a lot of weed to feel anything. Like oh, yeah. a lot. Like like sixty milligrams in edibles and smoking. Like oh yeah. 
Not good. No, I'm with you. I got, um, I got super, super stoned. I also got super drunk through most of the pandemic. And then I got sober a year and f- almost, almost five months ago. And a so year and five been, months ago? Yeah. So That's I haven't had a drink. Huge. It's a big deal. And I'm really like, honestly, thank you. Thank you for saying That's that. That's huge. I'm, yeah. I'm like so happy sober. I mean, yeah. like I said, I still smoke weed, but without the alcohol, it's like mm-hmm. I am better anxiety wise. I still have anxiety and depression, but I'm able to manage it much better. I'm yeah. better. I, my irritability is less. I look better. I'm yeah. just my, you know, I'm in better shape than I was. I'm definitely a lot easier to be around because I was yeah. just getting to be a gross, like just like a nasty bitchy drunk. It was bad. And I, was <laughs> I can't imagine like, you ever being nasty or bitchy. Oh, I was. You can ask my husband and my best friend. Yeah. I was a nightmare sometimes. And so it's just like, you know, and then waking up and having that hangover and that horrible yeah. feeling that wrecks the whole next, you know, rest of your day. So you've lost half a day. It's like yeah. that pattern. And then just popping open another bottle of wine at three o'clock. Yeah. Doing it all over, doing yeah. it all over. And it was just, for me, I was just numbing the boredom. I was just trying to drown out totally. the fact that I was, I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. Totally. And it's, it's funny. I, I got like, I kind of experienced it last week being stuck at home and like in a room away from all my roommates. Like I did everything I wanted. Like I yeah. ate a good meal. I played music until my hands hurt and my voice yeah. was tired because I wasn't sick. <laughs> I, I cleaned, I gardened, I did my uh, laundry, everything was done and everything I wanted to do, I fulfilled. And then there was still more time. And yeah. like, I was like, well, what am I going to do? And I just smoked weed and drank up in, in my, in my roommate's office. Like, yeah. cause I was up there. So I was just like, like, it's, it's so like, Easy. we're so, yeah. And we're so used to having like most of our day taken from us, but it's like, when you have all this time, I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. Do with all this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I finished books and there was still more time. It's like, yeah, it was like a very cushy purgatory, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what do I do? Yeah. yeah. And there's part of me that's also been really comfortable in the cushy purgatory where it drives yeah. me crazy, but I also don't want to leave it. Like now that yeah. things have opened up, I found myself being way more agoraphobic way more agoraphobic but being like I don't want to go to that there's going to be too many people or showing up to a thing and there's a lot of people and just automatically being like like just feeling like wanting to run just wanting to not be there super anxiety inducing inducing. and then like you know eventually that passes and you're able to get through it and you're like okay it's you know this is what it is and my body is comfortable with it for the most part but I still like in the back of my mind, just want to be home. I just am like waiting for it to yeah. kind of be over. Even things that I feel like I should be enjoying. I'm just like, yeah. I just kind of want to wait. I'm just, all right, when can I be home now? Yeah. Ugh, maybe bite by bite, it'll get easier. But also you have mm-hmm. your doggies at home, like your babies are there and like totally. your husband's there and like all of your stuff. Like I, I'm such totally. a homebody. Like I, I'm a very extroverted person. Like as I think you are, are you, ex- do you consider yourself an extrovert? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I feel like it's it's funny. Like I feel like I'm an extroverted um introvert. Yeah. For sure. Because yeah. I do like my I love being alone. I love being inside. I I like being not around people. But when I'm around people, I just woof, I just come alive and I'm so on. Yeah. Just yeah. very, very on. Yeah. But same. Same. Yeah. I yeah, like my I alone see time, that about you. But I mm-hmm. I need people. Like I 
I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. But even like, as that person, like I was in a bar, like doing a show and I was like, there's too many people. Like there's too fucking many. Just cause you get like, we're so used to not being around so many people and being told that like COVID's here and like, yeah. you're going to get it. It's coming for you. And it's coming for you. Yeah. It, did you avoid it? Have you gotten it yet? No, thank God. Although oh, Maddie, I'm pretty sure that I got it when we went to San Francisco. To San Francisco. Uh-huh. I, because Gabe and Matt were like super sick. So sick. And then so I came I was home. so sick. Yeah, you got sick. I came home all of, and then all of my roommates got sick, but I didn't get sick. So I don't know if I brought it. And That's just, like, so crazy. Maybe you were well, asymptomatic or who knows. Yeah. But yeah. at that time, it was such a young virus that like it was yeah. moving its way through people. I feel like I wouldn't have been that lucky that I was Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, so I don't know. Yeah. It, it was also flu season. So it could have just been a really, really bad flu. But I was so sick. One of the sickest yeah. I've ever been. I Did don't you remember having... Taste? Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't remember losing taste or smell. Because yeah. I feel like that's something you would remember. I feel like that would freak you out. You would know. So yeah. it's like, you would know. So no, nothing yeah. like that. That's um, why I so think I maybe it, it was flu. I don't know. I'm on, I would believe that it was COVID back then. Like I know. I would have too. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I know. But that being said, have I ever been, have I tested positive? No, I yeah. have not. No. Thank God. Knock on wood. I hope to continue that way. Yeah. I hope so like, too. Any little sneeze or itch, you know, it's just like, ah, is this it? Or is, is it, it the here? flu? Or is it COVID? Is it here? Yeah. yeah. And like when I was sick with the flu a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, that's, yeah, I've got it. This is it. This yeah. is COVID. And it wasn't. Uh, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Great. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the thing too, is it's like COVID sucks. Like it sucks. But like my sickness was only two, three days, but wow. I tested, I've tested positive for 11 days. That's insanity. So, so it's like, uh, like what's worse is like, I've not been able to work at all because I've been testing positive. Like, right. like the flu. So it's like, makes me think like with the flu, like you get over it and then you still have flu in you, but we're not like testing for it. Testing for it. You know? Yeah. But yeah. if you do, if you do have it, go take a test with like curative or somewhere that's like doing like testing for it because they'll send you surveys to do. And I got a $50 gift card for getting my for getting tested i got a 50 dollars gift card to target and then they said nice. another one because i tested positive they're gonna take my blood and like i'm down to help like do the research and stuff but they're gonna give me 280 dollars nice i know so like if you do get it like go get tested You're like if you like, do like, get there. it it pays to play it pays to play baby yeah <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious that's amazing yeah. when yeah. do you go back to work tomorrow tomorrow yes that's exciting. Are you like, you're probably looking forward to it because you get to be out of the fucking house. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm not like, like, oh, I'm so excited to go work. Like, I don't, I think that would be like being disingenuous, but I do enjoy right. my job and the people and, and the work that I get to do. Right. Um, and purgatory is over. So I'm, I'm yes. happy to get back to life. So yes. Amen. Yeah. How long have you worked there? Like four years. Oh, wow. So you've been there for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. I was there. I'll have to come yeah. in and visit you. That's so you much should. fun. We yeah. have a cat. We have a good Aww. kitty named Hippie. And Aww. she's got all sorts of books. And the neighborhood is just so cute. It's in Montrose. I love Montrose so much. Yeah, it's, it's so, so cute. cute. 
When so. I was in middle school, we used to do the Christmas parade every year. Like the drill team and dance squad would go up and down Montreal or whatever I, that main drag is. Yeah, it's I like, always yeah. that you're like from here. Yeah. Yeah. Born and raised Burbank, baby. That's crazy. I'm from La Cunata. I know. I remember that now. Like, that's right. Yeah. So that's, I would go to the same parade. That, that's, that's so wild. And now yeah. I work there. That's small world. Small world indeed. I'm glad yeah, we we'll have to get together. together and like have breakfast in Montrose. That'd be Please. really fun. Please. And with we'll invite Muriel. Yeah, most definitely. God, I haven't seen I her forever. I and I don't even know where she is, if they're even in the country, if she and Nick are in the country. I have no oh, idea. They were like they're gone like, forever, right? Ever. Yeah. So uh, I have no idea where they're at. Nick and Muriel, so for our listeners, um, also have a, po- a podcast called yes. Hella in Your Theory, 30s. 30s, Shout yes. out to Hella in your 30s. It's super funny. It's them being married and delightful, lovely, and hilarious. Yeah, genius. They're so funny. Yeah. Ugh, that's a good um, pool. Oh my God. Yeah. There's some. Um, do you have any? Rec- we kind of already went over uh, what you're listening to and sort of what you're reading, what you're watching. Um, yeah. And then I guess to wrap up, is there anything besides getting off of COVID that has given you some joy this week? A fun thing that happened or a special moment that gave you some joy? This week? Oh, God. Uh, I, um, I, and it's see. okay if there's not. Um, testing negative was really joyous for That's me. Pretty That's pretty huge. I got new huge. earrings. I'll show you them. You Ooh, can see them. girl. Let's see them. They're like, oh, those are super fun. They're golden, delicate, and very dangly. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Where'd you find those bad boys? There's a store called Raven Apothecary. It's in Echo Park. And she Why does that sound so familiar? Yeah, I think I've been in there before. Yeah, it's on Sunset Boulevard. So it's like this tiny little thing, but she makes all this jewelry and it's very cool. You should go. Ah. Love it. Raven Apothecary. How about you? What are you excited for this week? Oh, thank you for asking. Uh, let's yeah. see. I am excited about, um, well, I'm really proud of my sister for getting her thesis, yeah. you know, getting that all done and getting her master's and finishing up the school. So I'm looking forward to that and getting to spend some time with family this weekend to celebrate her. Um, and, oh, I saw the Batman last night. That was pretty great. I watched great. it last night too. <laughs> What'd you think? Um, we didn't finish it, but I really like the way it looks. Victor's such, yes. he's so into it. I i have to laugh at, at boy movies sometimes just because like, oh, I think sure. he said like, I am the vengeance. I am the yes, shadows. Yes, he did. I like, am the vengeance. Times. Like I've heard Who it so are you? Times. I am the vengeance. I'm yeah. vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's Robert really good. Johnson, it's really fun. Yeah. I love that they take their time with it. I love that the pacing is kind of slow like a comic book would be. Yeah. Which I appreciate because it reminds me of like the old detective style comic books from like the 30s and 40s. Yeah. So that that I dug. Um, I also but, fell asleep. I have to finish up the last half of it. But it's yeah, so funny. Arlo That's finished exactly what it. happened. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't finish it. Uh-huh. We're gonna watch it soon. <laughs> yeah, I love the bad guys. The penguin. The penguin's such a good bad so, guy. Did you know that's Colin Farrell? I know. I know. No, it's- God. I it really flipped is? out. Yes, it's Colin fucking Farrell. I flipped the fuck is, out. I was is like, he wearing a oh, full prosthetic face mask? He must be. He must be. Or he got into a terrible car accident. <laughs> <laughs> One or wow, the other. Awful. Wow, even his teeth, and there's like a scar. And that scar? Wow, I really never would have. He looks like yeah. a penguin. 
He looks like, yeah, they did an amazing job. So I really appreciate the thought and the detail and the acting. I think everything, you know, I really appreciate the way it looks and the way it feels. Yeah. Has my vo- has my voice been recording? I feel like it's like my line is so... Yeah, you've been going. Oh yeah, God. sometimes... Yeah, you're going, we're good, we're recording. Okay. And, you. and I guess we're finishing now. Maddie, <laughs> thank you so much for being a guest thank this you. week. I love you and I appreciate you and I'm serious about getting breakfast. Let's do it. I would, I, uh, I would love to see you. Thank you for having me yeah. on. Absolutely. Good, good conversation. Good conversation. And I'm happy, uh, happy back to work week. And uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Me too. Thank you. I can't wait to see more dance videos from you. Oh, God bless you. We'll try. Maybe I'll make one now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Maddie. You've been listening to Morning with Megan. Podcast produced by Arlo Sanders, artwork by Joy Mamie, and hosted by me, Megan Parks. Please join my Patreon at patreon.com slash morningwithmegan, where you can get access to brand new episodes early and even some video footage if you want to see what we look like while we're talking and not just what we look like while we're listening. You know what I mean. <laughs>